welcome to the Healthy Mindfuck Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Chris Lee. This show is completely dedicated to giving you the stories, strategies, and top performance hacks from extraordinary minds around the globe. Without further ado, let's dive right in. Happy Monday, friends, or whatever day of the week that you are listening to this. This is going to be a solo cast, um, and we're doing a solo cast, and it's going to be kind of uh, what the heck is Dr. Chris doing with life right now? Um, so I'm a big fan of the way that Tim Ferriss has his show up, and we're going to catch up to him. Um, he's an amazing human being, and one of his uh, kind of monthly or quarterly things that he does is kind of goes through what is he eating, uh, exercise, any new ideas that he's been playing around with, some of the books that he's dancing with. Um, and I was like, wow, that'd be a really cool idea that maybe some of you would find helpful. So what we're going to go over today are what are the workouts that I'm doing um, to help create, you know, leveled sustainability and performance. Um, and what are the, some of the supplements that I'm taking? Cause I just started adding in additional supplements to my diet, um, and my protocols. Um, and we're going to go into some of that along with some of the ideas and some really neat optimizations that I've been doing. So if you're listening to this, if you go to drchrislee.com slash podcast, um, you should also be able to find a list of the supplements inside of a tab there um, that'll kind of show you and I'll kind of give you like the Amazon of some of them along with some of the books. Um, so if you want some of those extra little sprinkled in details, uh, that's where that is. And if you are interested in watching this, um, there should also be a video up at the top there where you can uh, take a deeper dive in um, and watch this to kind of see what the heck is I'm doing because I know some people watch podcasts. I'm not one of those watcher podcaster peoples, but live your best life. Who am I to judge? So let's get this party started with what am I doing right now for workouts? So I'm a huge fan of the research out of Tabata um, and the research that is showing that that is really great for body performance. Now I say that in the context that I've tried yoga, uh, I've tried, you know, like metabolic stretching and, and stuff like that. And some of these other protocols, um, and I have some at home stuff, but what I've really loved for the last three months, three, four months now, I can't remember is that three times or two times a week um, on usually Monday, Wednesday, Friday, or it's been Monday, Wednesday, Thursday, a lot of the time as well, um, is that we have a, a thing called burn boot camp down the road. And it's a 45 minute workout with a warm up and a cool down. And I absolutely loved it. It's, it's like a hundred bucks a month to go there. And I don't have to worry about the weights. Uh, the exercises are like really good. Um, you know, it, it's been really, really good for me. And I've loved that. So I've been doing that two or three times a week, along with a specific stretching, stretching protocol that I do in the morning. So right now my morning routine is getting up, not at four in the morning anymore. Um, I'm usually getting up around four five, five 15. Um, and then what I do is immediately kind of like roll out of bed and I take three deep breaths and then I do about 10 pushups and then 10 calf raises. And then I kind of head downstairs and start my stretching protocol. Now stretching is ridiculously important and it's a part of like a healthy body that I don't know about anybody else, but I wasn't really taught a ton about it. Um, so a lot of the work that we're doing at this boot camp, um, which is kind of like built for parents, like just straight up. It's built for moms. Like there's me and like seven dudes in there, um, out of like the whole camp. Like there's gotta be like 300 people in there and there's like seven of us. Um, but it's like a lot of strength, a lot of cardio and it's, um, 
You know, it, it's it's a lot about getting a lot of reps in. Um, so what I would recommend with boot camps, this is just coming out of nowhere right now. Um, I recommend with boot camps is kind of going um, and getting like maybe a month of a personal trainer just to help you get your form down. Um, I was really blessed to have some really extraordinary friends through my doctorate uh, program that were really helping me fix my squat and stuff like that. Um, to where now I, I prefer barefoot shoes and things like that, um, which is a whole nother conversation that we'll have. But a lot of these different protocols, if you're going to go do like Tabatas and stuff like that, just get your squat down and get yourself uh, mobility and then start to work in flexibility. That's just my two cents. Um, and we've talked about this on earlier podcasts with some other people, like, should we do mobility or flexibility or strength first? And the answer is yes. Um, it's just the fact that you're like doing is what's really important there. So that's when my protocol in the morning kind of do those things to kind of get my body up. And then I kind of go into this child's pose uh, for a little bit. And I start to work on hip mobility, um, which is really, really big for me. I sit in a deep goblet squat. So I'll take a 20 pound weight and sit deep into a squat um, for about three minutes and just kind of pulsate to like open up my hips a little bit. Um, and then I'll do hip circles. Um, and I have this entire protocol built out inside of the wired for worthy community too. If anybody's super interested, you want to go dive into that. Um, but I did an entire video of like what I do. Um, and then the really, really big one, I always thought I had really tight hamstrings up until a couple of years ago and I do, but the tight hamstrings and my tight lower back. So if you know where your lumbar spine is down into like your sacrum where your hips, um, and your hip bones and your ilia, uh, kind of meet into your sacrum and that area above that, where your low back is, is tight. Um, it's tight typically because it's shortened and that shortened has created excess tension. And that can come from a couple different things. One of the primary things that I think it comes from is increased sympathetic tone, increased sympathetic tone means an increase, um, in stress. So that stress is getting the body like constantly ready. Um, to like throw that punch. There's always, always, always tension. But the other thing that I think it comes from a little sneaky peeky for you is um, poor breathing habits. Um, so like right now I'm sitting down and when you sit down and you kind of collapse your ribs down. So if you try to bring your ribs, you're sitting down as well. And you try to bring your ribs towards your legs and then try to take a deep breath. Like it's not really great versus roll your uh, shoulders back and then lift your hips up and gently, I'm not saying like tight, but gently brace your core. Don't squeeze your abs, kind of brace your core until like it be like prepared if somebody was going to like sucker punch you type of thing. Not super, super hard. And I guess that's a bad example because if somebody's going to sucker punch me and they got them in a brace like a mofo, um, like a mofo, look at our language, doctor things. Um, and then take a deep breath. And what you're trying to do is kind of create a wave. So start with where your belly is, take a deep breath in. And have that that breath expand your diaphragm, expand your lower lobes of your lungs, and then upwards. Now, this is really, really effective because what you're using is the diaphragm, which should be your primary um, breathing protocol or your primary muscle for movement, which is a fascinating muscle. We'll go into that conversation another day. Um, but that's been a really effective strategy for me. But the other thing is the diaphragm along with the psoas are two um muscles that connect directly to the spine. And because we sit so much every single day, your hip flexor goes from kind of the inside of your femur, which is that top long bone out of your hips. Um, it's got like two little points, one on the outside that a lot of us feel. And we say like, that's our hip bones. Um, that's the greater trochanter of your femur. And then there's a lesser trochanter on the inside and your psoas connects from your lumbar spine, um, tethers into something called the iliacus and then, uh, ties into, that lesser trochander. So if you recognize that your knees are like kind of like rolling 
out and you have some like external knee pain, tight IT band, this is called lower cross syndrome, tight lower back. Um, and the really great protocol that I've been using is like this uh, knee on the wall or like foot on the wall. And then like really stretching the absorbing crap out of your psoas. Do that for about three minutes on each side too. Really, really effective strategy um, along with really deep breathing. I also do pelvic bowl exercises for men. Now we're going to kind of dive gently into sexuality here in a hot second. Like I, I've had a couple of people on the podcast talking about like sex and stuff like that. Um, but I think it's like a really important conversation too, especially for like men's health and things like that, that some of these like um, pelvic bowl exercises can be really beneficial um, to breathing, uh, really beneficial to like supporting healthy um, like squats and for women, like gently rehabbing. And again, I am not the professional on pelvic bowl. I'm just telling you guys what I'm doing. Maybe we'll get a pelvic bowl specialist in here to help with some of those things. Um, but that those things uh, for me have been really, really beneficial. So that's kind of what I'm doing for exercising. Um, a lot of what that is, is making sure that I'm also resting and recovering. And I want to talk really briefly um, a kind of about what happens during stress um, and when we introduce new habits. So when we introduce new habits, you're going to have a lot of resistance. And that resistance is going to kind of manifest in the form of the system um, getting taxed and stretched mentally, uh, physiologically, metabolically into something that is new. And typically that like rebound until you actually see benefit uh, is about two weeks. And that two weeks also completely mirrors where most people quit. So what I would recommend, if you start a new habit, start it for like a month, do it for like an entire month, monitor your data, your statistics, take a journal entry, subjective. Um, I felt like this when I did that and really start to say, awesome, am I measuring or am I feeling happier? Scale of one to 10, right? If you're not measuring biometrics, um, which I always recommend doing, just that's what works for me because I'm skeptical um, and putting those things in really a delightful um, little system and trick because most people kind of give up and quick. So they're like, I've been doing this and I just feel like crap. I'm always sore. And well, yeah, your body's like relearning how to do a lot of these things. So um, I've been doing a lot of psoads stretching those workouts really, really helpful. So that's kind of what I got going on. And then, you know, playing with my daughter, I'm always trying to uh, get to uh, my calories um, on my aura ring and try to like close those rings up. So that's just like a little game that I play with myself. Like, can I get these things closed up, but in the house in and of itself, like in my office right now, I have a rebounder. Um, I have like a, I don't know that thing's called. It's like a Z bar. Um, and I use that for like curls. And I think there's like 75 pounds on there. So I'm not using it for curls really. Um, I got a little done dumbbells that I'm using for that. Um, but I'm using that for like squats and like deadlifts and stuff like that. It's not a super heavy weight, but it's real practical, really functional for me. Um, and then I got, you know, some kettlebells around the way that I just like constantly lift and play with, but every five minutes or every five minutes on the hour, I'm usually going around doing some kind of movement to keep myself rocking and rolling. So let's kind of dive into supplements now. And like what I'm taking, it's going to seem like a laundry list. Uh, I, I promise you that it's not. So I started getting back into um, supplementation for cognitive enhancement and everything that I'm going to show you here. Um, I don't take illicit drugs and things like that. So everything that I'm going to take show you here is readily available on the web in the United States. Some of the racetams that we're going to get into for cognitive performance are not. My caveat to using nootropics, if you do not have self-regulation strategies, you do not need to be taking nootropics. You are going to take a 10-year-old and put them in a NASCAR and not expect them to crash. They're going to crash, 
right? So when it comes to like some of these things, um, what I do recommend is kind of building in habits and routines. Don't take shortcuts. There are no biological free lunches. And the things that I'm using right now have been uh, proven statistically through research studies to be effective strategies. I notice a difference with them. And again, I'm still in the testing phase of some of these. I try to do three months on some of these protocols and I'm about... I don't know, three weeks into some of them. Um, but here's, here's kind of what I do. Here's the base non like nootropic type of things that I recommend for like anybody before bed magnesium, absolute must. And what you're going to see here is this is magnesium three or night. Um, it's from Jero formulas. This is an Amazon special. Uh, magnesium is insanely important and magnesium three and eight is a really, really good one. Uh, magnesium L three and eight, got to get that right. Um, but this is like a $20 supplement. It's got 30 capsules, um, or it's got 30 servings in here. So this lasts me about a month. Um, and I get, I'm going to get a bigger mm -hmm. one because I did, did like that one. Um, so that's a really good one before bed magnesium before bed. Also before bed, I've been taking Kava Kava, uh, which is kind of this like decrease anxiety. There's some pretty decent research out of there about this plant extract. Um, and yeah, I've really, really enjoyed it. What it says on here is decrease anxiety, promote relaxation, improve blood flow, boost sexual function. Um, and you know, those are just kind of anecdotal, but what I have noticed is that when I take that, um, with dinner, um, along with an L-theanine, which I also get to, um, I noticed an enhanced state of like, uh, bodily awareness. So I, I get deeper into my body, which is really nice, um, to kind of shift out. Cause in the morning time, I like being more heady, more cognitive. Um, I do a lot of like heavy cognitive lifting. That's where most of my calls are with my clients. So when I'm recording this, right. So I, I do coffee, which is going to boost that with L-theanine and then, um, a couple of other things that we'll dive deeper into. So that's a really great one. Big, big fan of that. Um, and then the other thing that I highly recommend, and this can kind of be taken at different times, um, is L-theanine. So L-theanine is a T and I'll come on light two things. L-theanine is a really affordable kind of like awesome, awesome supplement from green tea. Um, what it does is it binds, uh, to a lot of different things. One of the things it binds to is caffeine. It slows its release. Um, but you can also use it as a relaxation, um, protocol. What I will, so I, I will take magnesium, kava kava, and I'll take an L-theanine at 200 milligrams. And L-theanine, really, really important to note when uh, you do go look up any research or any um, articles on that, one of the things that commonly pops up is that if you have PTSD or you um, have some night terrors, uh, what this can do is make really vivid dreaming. So that's kind of like my disclaimer should also say that these are just things that I'm taking. I'm not recommending any of these things. I'm not prescribing them, um, whatsoever. You need to go talk to your primary care physician about some of those things. So here's what I'm currently taking, um, for inflammation. Um, so it's turmeric, curcumin, um, curcumin, um, turmeric in and of itself is not super bioavailable. The thing that you need to have with it. And this is again, another Amazon special. I'm trying to show you guys on here. I know I just yelled into the mic too, but, um, this has bioprene bio, they like trademarked it. Um, but what you're trying to get is like a pepper extract. Um, that's interesting that they did that. Huh. I don't know why they did that, but this turmeric has an amazing, amazing effect. It's full of polyphenols, but it's also um, really, really great for heart health, for bone health, for brain health, because it is a amazing anti-inflammatory. I notice a huge, huge difference. So depression and anxiety, highly, highly recommend some really great research that says that um, this type of compound really, really effective. I've actually shifted from using turmeric in my food um, and making a lot of curries to like using a supplement, which I like don't do often, like hardly ever. Um, but that is a really, really great one. The next one, and I'm kind of going from, uh, 
you know, what I think should be standardized, um, supplements that you take to like kind of ramping it up a little bit more. Um, I've been taking Throne super EPA, which is like a dietary, uh, fish supplement, um, a fish oil supplement, cold pressed Throne or Throne, uh, T H O R N E is a really great supplement company. I've really loved what they have. Um, so they have two great fish oils from really good sources. I I've appreciated this, um, and the research that comes with uh, fish oil, the reason to take it, it's got a multitude of different effects. Um, but it's showing that uh, sustainable, even high dose uh, fish oils is uh, more effective um, than antidepressants in, in a lot of cases. So that's a really really cool one. Um, the other one that I am a huge fan of is St. John's wort. Um, make sure that you're getting it from a good source. I'm a huge fan of, of this company right here. Um, this is like the ultra concentrated, um, but it's, it's from what tonic is that what that thing's called? T O N I Q. I don't know. Uh, I'll, it'll all be linked up. This is another Amazon one. Um, out of all of the ones that I've tested, this is the, the one I, I prefer the most. And then after that, um, I just tried this new one. It's from, uh, Himalaya supplements, um, Bacopa for mental clarity. So, um, what I'll, I'll kind of explain how all these things go. So, um, these are kind of like the standards, um, that I would recommend if you're just trying to get into some of it, the, the St. John's ward does, uh, perfuse more blood into, uh, um, what they believe is the frontal cortex. There hasn't been a ton of fMRI studies on that. And then this Bacopa, um, also has, uh, those same things, a little bit of, uh, mental stability and whatnot. Now, if you're doing any of these things, if you're doing anything that's going to be cognitive enhancement, if you're increasing your cognitive load, or if you're increasing your physical load, um, one of the things that I have found is just ridiculously helpful with all of this is low dose cycled creatine. Yes. Low dose cycled creatine. Creatine is found in a lot of, um, muscle extracts and things like that. Not muscle extracts. It's found in muscles, found in, uh, animal proteins. Um, but when you can supplement that, it has a really cool effect, um, because it's actually helping. Um, so if you take creatine, it will rebind a phosphate to ATP much more efficiently than our nervous system can typically do it alone. So you want energy, the mitochondrial in your cells make ATP, you break off a phosphate. So, uh, adenosine triphosphatase, um, ATP, right. And then it breaks into, uh, ADP, right. Diphosphatase. What you want to do is get that third uh, phosphate back on and creatine will do that really, really efficiently. So it's actually helping you produce more ATP. The amount of mental clarity that I get um, and you need to play if you're doing this, um, look up some articles, look up using it as like a, as an atropic or a cognitive enhancing uh, formula. Um, I enjoy it because I do feel a stimulatory effect, kind of like when I take vitamin C, um, if I have brain fog, a little sorbic acid, um, like uh, two teaspoons of it with some sea salt and like uh, 12 uh, ounces of water. Bingo was his name. Oh, really, really good. Um, but when it comes to creatine, I'm taking like uh, one and a half to two G's of it um, in some water. Really, really lovely cognitive benefit taken with um, some coffee or some yerba mate. Um, really, really great. Now, also understand if you're just trying to like boost the horsepower on your cognitive load or on your cognition, mm, try to play with that and, and other things. What I have here um, is a supplement protocol and the stack that I'm going to show you is meant to like help enhance um, my primary functioning of deep thinking or lateralized thinking. I like creativity. That's kind of lateralized thinking in the parietal junctions. So the stack that I'm currently taking, I take this for about three or four days a week right now. I've really, really enjoyed it. Um, so it's a combination of a few different things. And I, I kind of have them here. I get them from Nootropic Depot um, and you can kind of see these. So um, it's alpha GPC at 150 milligrams. Um, 
oxiracetam at 750 milligrams and aracetam at 750 milligrams. And then um, this is just paracetam at 30 milligrams. Now, all of these things are really, really lovely stacked together. They work synergistically. Uh, and going into the weeds of what that actually looks like, um, I'm going to leave that up to you and I can leave some links in the show notes. Um, drchrislee.com slash podcast. There should be some goodies up in there. If there's not yet, it will be there very, very shortly. Um, and I appreciate your patience as always. So this stack, what I've noticed about taking this stack with about a gram and a half of, um, gram and a half of creatine along with either uh, 250 milliliters of coffee or yerba mate mixed with laughing coyote tea. Now laughing coyote tea is a awesome uh, tea that you can get off Amazon, but I mix those two things together. Yerba mate has been one of my favorite things um, just to provide sustained clarity. It has that alpha GCP in it, which is really great uh, for sustaining mental clarity. But when I'm trying to get creative, this is the stack that I take. Now it's a different stack than if I want to have flu uh, fluid speech. So fluid speech for me, like hands down, easiest supplement to take is uh, one milligram of nicotine. Hands down, research out of Tennessee, really, really great. It's showing that it'll increase your typing speed about 20%. Um, for me, uh, I don't stumble on my words very much. So if I go do a speaking event, um, and I say this with the caveat, the caveat of I don't really have a, an addictive personality, um, like I'm enjoying experimenting with this, but like one of my primary fears is like quite literally addiction. Um, so I tend to stay away from things that have the potential for being addictive. Um, however, I've been using nicotine sustainably, um, without having like, a, I can very, very much function without it. There's periods of time where I'll go two, three weeks and I'm like, oh, well, yeah, I forgot. I have that kind of in my back pocket. If I'm trying to go do like heavy, heavy writing. So if I'm like ready chapters in a book or anything else like that, um, or if I'm doing a lot of like loading, um, and what that does is helping boost the nicotinic receptors, um, sensitivity, uh, which is going to also help with a lot of uh, boost in cognitive power, but it's also really enhancing the place where you're building speech um, and formulation of words and creative things that make you sound intelligent. Um, so that's kind of what I got on this front. Um, again, so the way that I have this kind of set up in the morning time, I wake up, um, like I said, 5, 5.30, and I'm kind of just like going, I drink a little bit of salted water, um, about 32 ounces of it over the, the course of the first 15 minutes, go my stretching protocol. And then uh, baby girl wakes up some routine six and seven. Um, we get our cuddles in. we kind of talk about any dreams and stuff like that. And then um, at 8.30 is when I make my first coffee or tea. And at 8.45, I ingest, uh, right now I'm ingesting this stack. Um, and the stack is just the supplements that I'm taking. So um, I'll be taking that prastam, oxaloastam, um, oxiracetam and, uh, this alpha GPC. Um, and you can get this literal stack. You go into tropic Devo, um, and just like, look it up and all those details should be up inside of there. And I'm taking that with Bacopa and I'm taking that with St. John's wort. You can also take St. John's wort before bed as well. It's not a stimulant, um, which is really, really important versus this morning stack is a stimulant. Um, so there's a difference between something, um, that is going to enhance blood flow versus something that's a stimulant. Something that's a stimulant is increasing arousal. Um, something that is more of like a, a cognitive load or something that's going to enhance creativity, um, is not as much arousal as it is kind of like 
enhancing the potential for creativity type of thing. Um, like the, the anecdote is that, you know, a lot of writers in the sixties and seventies would smoke a cigarette to, uh, start writing. And then when they hit writer's block, they would smoke a joint, right. And that they would use, um, the endocannabinoid system and the altered state of cannabis, um, to kind of like boost them back into creativity. Um, but it's not a stimulant, right. Um, like with a marijuana is not a stimulant. Uh, so that's, that's kind of like the, what I'm going to say for that. So anyways, that's kind of what I'm taking right now. Um, and it's something that you need to be not obsessed with, but it's something that if you're going to do it, like make sure that your sleep is good and that everything else is kind of set up. Like I don't do this just for like laddie da. I can do it because I can. I'm doing it because I am quite literally curious on one stabilizing, you know, emotional regulation, always really, really important to me. And things that are really good for like uh, anxiety and depression, that curcumin, kava kava, uh, magnesium, truly, truly important. Um, and then that St. John's wort, uh, those three things are like very uh, good at like mood stabilizers, as well as getting a really good cold pressed. Um, EPA supplement, which is just a fish oil. Um, I'm not, I haven't seen a study on krill oil. I hear that krill oil is banging. I just haven't found one that I liked yet. Um, and make sure it's cold pressed the for the further up the latitudes, the better. Um, so if you can get cold pressed, um, like high latitude, not latitude, altitude, altitude, latitude, not altitude, goodness gracious. Where is that coffee? Um, and those things have been really, really effective. So let's move deeper into some of the books and uh, kind of dive deeper into that rabbit hole and see what's going on. So um, in terms of books, I have been ingesting a ton of information and the way that I'm ingesting is a fascinating conversation. So um, most of you know that I am a uh, deep reader. I love to read. I love to take in research. And my primary places where I get research, um, I get it from Lancet which is a medical journal. I get it from uh, Nature, which is a publication um, journal. And then I get it from Cell, which is kind of like this uh, biological uh, publication. I also get a lot of information from Medium and I get a lot of information um, from different like uh, Times Herald or Times, uh, New York Times and things like that. Now, what I really enjoy doing is having them all organized in a fashion. And this is conversation for another day, unfortunately. Um, but the way that I do it, um, is, is awesome. And I, I got to give a shout out to a friend that introduced me to all of these different things. Um, but I use a software called obsidian.md. Um, and then I use a couple different software integrations. So obsidian MD is a way to backlink your thinking, which is extraordinary. Um, it is one of like the best things, but what it really does is that I, uh, integrate it with Readwise, I integrate it with pocket and I integrate it with hypothesis. And what all of those are, are different ways for me to highlight and integrate um, two different applications, all of my highlights, all of the notes that I take. So I can create annotations on links and then they automatically integrate into like my software, um, which goes to my computer, which is locally stored, not stored on a cloud. Um, and it's very easily exportable. It's highly customizable. Um, like it's, it's just an overall like, extraordinary experience. And that entire personal knowledge management, go look that up. If you are somebody that does a lot of thinking, a lot of content creation, highly look up um, building systems for personal knowledge management, just look up personal knowledge management and then kind of go down that rabbit hole um, on the YouTube device. Um, and I'll, maybe I'll get a podcast person in here to, to jam out on that because it is insanely important, I think, to organize your thinking. But the books that I'm reading right now, um, some of the really amazing ones for deep thinking is, is called Recapture the Rapture. 
um, by Jamie Wheel, who is one of my favorite authors. He co-authored uh, along with Stephen Kotler, one of my favorite books called Stealing Fire. Oh, my Lanta, this new book is amazing about talking about human potential um, and kind of like where we're going. I am reading that in conjunction with Ray Kurzweil, The Singularity is Near, um, really deep thinking book, um, which I, I like that once in a while to like really dive into the weeds on that. Um, and then I'm also reading uh, Neurobiology of Behavior textbook, which is which is really really delightful. Um, the Miracle Morning I'm I'm rereading, and then I got two new books. Uh, one is called Brainwash, um, which is a father son MD pair um, that are kind of diving into uh, how to like clean out all the gunk of what's going on in your nervous system. And this is also a short plug that we're going to be doing like a pandemic detox. Um, pandemic detox summit at the end of the year um, with a bunch of really cool people. Um, so if you're trying to like get some of this bullshit out of your system from social media, from the pandemic and just get a happier, healthier you in 2022, um, that's coming down the pipeline. I don't know when that is. I don't even have details out. We don't even have a page yet, um, but it's coming down. So keep an eye out for that. You guys, my podcast listeners always get first dibs um, at all of that. So that's kind of what's what's working for me right now. I read a book called This Is Your Brain on Cannabis, which was fascinating, um, which was kind of looking at um, how we've changed cannabis in the last uh, couple thousand years and you know how long we've been using it. What does it work for anxiety and depression? We're going to do a book review. Um, and uh, the other book that we're reading, we actually started a book club inside of Wired for Worthy, which is really, really cool. Um, Utopia for Realist is a really, really delightful book. Um, and then another book by Jamie Wheel and Stephen Kotler, Peter, D Peter Diamandis, I think did the foreword on this one, um, but it is called... The future is closer than you think. Um, that one has been really delightful. And then I've been diving into um, some of Tim Ferriss's podcast um, and then diving into some of uh, Ray Kurzweil's articles as, long, uh, as well as some of the research um, on using MDMA for uh, trauma integration for our veterans with PTSD. So that's kind of the stuff that's been like floating around my world. Um, there's a ton of other books out there right now, but the ones that I would highly recommend um, are the ones that I kind of listed there. And I'm gonna try to put a list of those together inside of uh, that podcast form as well. So moving kind of down the line, what have like I've been doing for thinking thoughts? What are some of like my new routines? Um, so what I've kind of moved away from and moved back to is having my journal just be a place, a place for like creative expression. Um, and just kind of like using that as like this open dialogue of like some of the fun things that I'm like playing with some of the ideas, um, some like triggers that I recognize throughout the day and kind of doing some unpacking there. Um, the other thing that I've been trying to do more and more has been stretching, like truly like stretching has been so, so amazing because, um, during stressful periods of uh, my life, I was starting to recognize um, I'm 28. It's like, why the frog does my back feel so tight? Like I'm young, I'm healthy, I'm fit, I'm active. And I think I'd been storing a lot of emotional trauma in my low back. Um, and especially around the solar plexus with um, some feelings of like betrayal inside of relationships and things like that. I'd stored those up in there and made it really tight. Um, so it's been a big game for me to like not brace my core as much and just learn to relax. Um, and the other thing that I've been doing is mindful walking, which has been a awesome sauce. So mindful walking has been a really great exercise for me. Um, no, no music, no podcast, just me and my thoughts. Um, and if you want to get some like hand weights, it make you have really sexy arms too, um, like two, three pound weights and just kind of walk around if you really want to get like rare, um, Anyways, don't need to make those sound effects on this podcast ever again. Um, but just counting my steps to 20 or 50 
and you're going to lose track of your steps, but I do it for about 10 minutes every single day and then kind of bounce back um, to see how that made me feel. And it's, it's been a really lovely system um, in terms of like journaling. I'm still doing the BIG exercise, which stands for uh, B stands for what do I believe in the universe kind of setting the tone of the external world. Um, like it's a beautiful fall day. You guys might be able to hear the wind chimes in the back. Like it's just ridiculous um, and ridiculous. I'm sorry, proper words. Um, it's ridiculous out there but it's gorgeous. And I'm just like, you know what? I want to like experience like the true like fall. Like I love how things smell and taste different in the fall. Cause like the density of the air is different. Like, I think it's fascinating that my like preference for coffee changes from um, like in the summertime, like a little bit nuttier, dark, darker uh, roast to like lighter. Cause I can like so much get the high notes of coffee um, and teas and things like that. I'm like, so I just sit out there and drink my tea. If you ever like watch it on social media, go down to the water almost every single morning that I can um, and just like be present there. And it's just a delight. Um, so all these different things kind of playing in together in a really beautiful, delightful way. Um, and then besides that, it's just been sleep hacking. Um, that's been a huge one for me is getting it as dark as possible, getting myself comfortable, stretching before bed. But also, um, you know, I, I just, I try to be as transparent as humanly possible. Um, when things get really hard in my life, things get stressful. Um, you know, there's, there's some external circumstances that perhaps we'll talk about one day, um, but not today, uh, that are just challenging. Um, you know, and it does, has nothing to do with parenting has to do with other things. But, um, when I get really stressed, like my mind is not a friendly place. And I, I imagine maybe some of you understand that as well. Um, so I will try to create distractions for myself. Um, and that gets like sometimes hard. Um, cause I, I recognize that I'm trying to distract in a healthy way. Um, and sometimes I just, I just straight up need the distraction. So like, there was like a week or two, like a month or two ago, geez, that I was like, I was taking my iPad upstairs and I was like watching movies falling out of bed, um, which was like for you, for me, usually a big no, no, but I'm like, you know, not shaming myself for some of the choices that I'm making. Um, cause it was like some stressful stuff in my life. And I was just trying to like, use that as like a sleep aid, um, which, you know, I, I knew better than to do that, but at the time it helped me. Um, so I was just trying to be gentle with myself too. And then, you know, I, I had gotten pizza, um, and done those things by myself. And, um, you know, I, I took myself out on a date and usually, uh, it's like one glass of wine and I like try to like really teeter alcohol. Cause it's such a, it's a bad influence for me. Um, like I appreciate the polyphenols, but, um, one of the rules that I have is like, you know, never drink alone, um, type of thing. It's always meant for socialization for me. And I, I recognized that I'd gone out and I'd gotten sushi um, and somebody had gifted me from the bar, um, like a, a small bottle of sake, um, which is, you know, like meant to be consumed over like an hour long period of time. And I did. Um, but even then, you know, it, it does create a state of alteration. Um, and, you know, I work really hard to like keep my cognitive load up or keep it performing, um, well. So like I had like two of those, like small sake glasses of that. And, you know, I went over and I, I said, thank you um, to the person that I, I gifted that to me. But I was just like, you know, I didn't want to be rude because um, I, I just like felt the effects of it. Like I was not even close to intoxicated. I was like, fuck, like this is just alcohol. Um, I just don't like that. So clearing those things out of my system, it's been a lot of forgiveness practices lately um, and trying to like, you know, there's people in my life that are going to stay in my life that um, have said and done specific things that I'm just like, ah, I don't know if I quite agree with that. And my nervous system is like rebelling and building stories. So instead of building up a Lego house of how bad that person is, which may or may not be true based on the values that I have at that current season, 
I'm just undoing and trying to like, you know, people do what they do. I don't know what's going on in their nervous system. People are traumatized a lot of times. So who really knows? So that's kind of been my system and my protocols. I appreciate you guys hanging out with me this morning. I'm going to go dive into some more books here in a second. But as always, um, if you guys are listening to this up on the Apple podcast, we are like continuing to grow. Um, Like we're top 5% now. So when you guys leave those comments and like um, what you guys like about the podcast and review it, it helps us out so flipping much. So if you guys are called to go do that and take the extra, you know, minute or two to go write a review, it helps us so much to continue to grow our little family here, which is not even little anymore. Like we're out here just like slaying dragons. So um, I just want to always give a shout out to you, um, my listeners for being so amazing. Like we have such an extraordinary community here. Um, And if you guys have any other questions, feel free to drop me a message on Instagram and have an extraordinary day. I'll talk to you in the next one. I hope you had an amazing time on this episode. As always, I want to give a huge shout out to our guest for swinging through here and dropping knowledge. And if you guys had a special takeaway, something that really stuck with you, if you could do us a favor and just drop that in a comment, in a review on the show, it helps us out tremendously. It also gives us the necessary feedback so we can continue to bring on guests that inspire you to be your best possible self. And if you haven't yet, head on over to Instagram at Dr. Chris Lee, give me a follow. And if you go into the link in my bio right there, you'll also see that Wired for Worthy are neuroscience-based, expressive, amazing group of unicorns community is open and ready to go. Or you can have this little secret. If you go to the show notes of this show and click on Wired for Worthy Community, what you will find is actually a $20 coupon to get inside of the community itself and start your journey to emotional freedom. Thank you so much for being a part of this family, and we will see you on the next one.